Welcome to the Footy Time Mid-Year All-Australian Team for 2023. We're going to get stuck right into this, but before we do, a few quick housekeeping things. So this is obviously opinion-based and judged on what we've seen in Season 23 across the AFL. Uh, it's We're trying to stick as close to positions as possible, but there might be one or two that uh, go a bit flexible. It's not based on champion data or super coach or anything that's purely based on metrics it's really just who makes the team and what makes the team a formidable one i guess we're not uh we're not looking to sneak people in and, and yeah putting them into certain positions just so they can be in the team for the sake of it and it's also there to promote discussion so if you disagree with something we'd like to hear about it uh, definitely send your feedback to footytimelive at gmail.com and we can have a discussion. But as always, let's keep it civil. Uh, argue responsibly when it comes to all Australian teams. That's what I always say. And let's just have a nice conversation about it. Let's have a bit of fun. And if you've got your own team, feel free to share it with us. You can post it on our Facebook page or send it in. We'd love to hear from you. But anyway, without any further ado, Let's kick things off. This is the 2023 Footy Time Mid-Year All-Australian Team. Backline. Back pocket, Kel Wilkie, St Kilda. Fullback, Darcy Moore, Collingwood. Also captain. Back pocket, Tom Stewart, Geelong. So I've zeroed in on Darcy Moore here. I think he's easily been the best interceptor defender in the competition and he leads the league in intercepts with 115 he's been the best captain in the competition as far as I've seen as well I think he's taken to that role superbly and uh, he's really it's one of those situations where giving him the captaincy has elevated his own game I think he's been really really good and yeah a big reason why Collingwood are succeeding this year so good on you. And he has been given the captaincy in the mid-year footy time All-Australian team. Half-back line. Half-back flank, Nick Dacos, Collingwood. Centre-half-back, Charlie Ballard, Gold Coast. Half-back flank, Jack Sinclair, St Kilda. So it could be none other than Nick Dacos who we're going to focus on here. He leads the league in effective kicks. He has... An average of 25.92. The amount of ball he's getting, but the number of effective possessions and disposal efficiency that he ends up with is absolutely sublime and out of this world, really. We also know his ability to get from contest to contest. He's got the best aerobic capacity probably of any player in the league right now. Uh, Both Dacos boys are extremely good runners. And... It's been a massive reason for Collingwood's success. It's giving so many teams headaches. It, you just know now that you have to put a lot of time into Dacos, whether you're tagging him or whether you're just uh, giving a certain player in each part of the ground the assignment on him and passing off when he enters certain zones or maybe having someone on him at stoppages and someone else on the outside. There's a few headaches there that you didn't have before. So 
I'd be very interested to see how Collingwood would go if Dacos got injured. Now, it would be a lot like any other team. It would be like Melbourne if Petrarca or Oliver gets injured or if uh, the Bulldogs if Bontempelli gets injured. Or There's plenty of teams that would be significantly less good without their best players, but that's the point. The point is that Nick Dacos, in my opinion, has become their best player. It's no longer Pendlebury or side bottom. or You could say Moore is, is up there, but I think that Dacos makes a very good case of being Collingwood's most important player and equal to their chances of winning and winning it all this year. So, yeah, very good. Possibly leading the Brownlow. Great stuff. Centre line. Wing, Josh Dacos, Collingwood. Centre, Marcus Bontempelli, Bulldogs. And vice-captain. Wing, Zach Butters, Port Adelaide. Now I have to focus here on Marcus Bontempelli. He's putting together another brilliant season. Ranks first in Supercoach score per game for the Supercoach nuts out there. Fourth in clearances per game. And he's actually third in total tackles. He's got 98 on the season. He's right in the mix for Brownlow conversations. And I've given him the vice-captaincy spot because I think that he's also evolved as a leader in his fourth season as skipper. Inside and outside, beautiful foot skills. He's got it all. Half forward line. Half forward flank, Christian Petrarca, Melbourne. Centre half forward, Jeremy Cameron, Geelong. Half forward flank, Connor Rosie, Port Adelaide. We're going to look at Connor Rosie for this segment. He's just having a really dynamic season for the power. Fourth in inside 50s per game. He also is number one for total metres gained. Sixth in score involvements. And first for total inside 50s. So it's a really, really good season for Rosie. And I think is probably, if I'm not mistaken, leading their best and fairest right now. You could say that Butters is. But I really think that Rosie has has shown the most potential to hurt oppositions. He's also got 10 goals for the year. Just having a brilliant season. Forward line. Forward pocket, Charlie Cameron, Brisbane. Full forward, Charlie Kerno, Carlton. Forward pocket, Toby Green, Giants. So that last forward pocket spot was in contention for the last few weeks. There were a few different players making a case and some completely different. Some were tall forwards, some were small. And the last few weeks, I just think Toby Green has been Toby Green. He can play as an undersized key tall. He can play as a crafty, niggling small forward. He just dominates any role in the forward line. He's the one player in the competition that can do that the best. And he's a top four forward in the league for inside 50s. Marks inside 50, he averages just over two a game. Goal assists, he averages just over one. And he's averaging nearly three goals a game. He also takes more shots at goal than any other general forward in the game with over just over five. We've known for a long time that he's elite and he's proving to be elite once again. On ballers. Ruck, Tim English, Bulldogs. Ruck Rover, Clayton Oliver, Melbourne. Rover, Lockie Neal, Brisbane. Let's look at the Ruck, Tim English. There's 
been a couple of decent ruckmen in the competition. I don't want people saying that it's a garbage year for rucks. There's been some good ones. Jared Witts of the Suns was deep in contention for this spot, and he actually leads hitouts to advantage, averaging nearly 13 a game. But I've gone with English because he averages nine hitouts to advantage a game, and he has a slightly less win percentage as well with 36, whereas I think Witts is 50. But it's what English does around the ground that's impressing me at the moment. He's averaging about 19 disposals a game, whereas Witts has 14, and gets a lot more marks around the ground. He's averaging about 6.5, whereas Witts gets 2.5. Also takes a contested mark more per game than Witts. So it's what happens around the ground that I'm really impressed with when it comes to English, and that's why he gets the ruck spot in this team. Interchange. Jordan Dawson, Adelaide. Errol Golden, Sydney. Joey Danaher, Brisbane. Caleb Sarong, Fremantle. Sarong was pretty decent last year, but I think he's taken his game to new heights this year. He's averaging 30 disposals a game and ranking elite in contested possessions with 13 and clearances 7 per game. He is actually hurting teams with his disposal now. Uh, he was a little bit of a, a sideways handballer and safe option, a bit of a you know an accumulator, but he's actually now hurting teams. So it's this evolution in the midfielder that really elevates their game and the team's game. So, you know, you could make an argument that he is now Frio's best midfielder ahead of Andrew Brayshaw. Not the most outlandish of statements. Substitute. Jordan Degoe, Collingwood. I'm going with Degoe for sub. I think he is putting together an all-Australian calibre season and this way I can at least give him recognition and keep the Collingwood fans out there happy. But he is definitely having, I think, his career best season. Disappointing that he got himself suspended and I did think that his last couple of weeks were a little bit underwhelming compared to the first uh, 10 or so weeks where he was really racking up some big numbers. But I would hope to see him come back after suspension and continue his stellar season. I'm also expecting him to be in the actual team coming into the year. Coach. Ken Inkley, Port Adelaide. I think this is a no-brainer. Who wouldn't want to play for Ken Inkley right now? He is doing a sterling job. The pressure that he was under at the start of the season, the doubters, the one and two start that he made to the season this year, follow that by eight straight victories. It's a remarkable and a big middle finger to all those that were doubting him. I think he's done a fantastic job. It'd be great to see if he can get a new contract, but he is just looking like he's enjoying his coaching again. He listened to his press conferences. He's always he he's one of those coaches that really backs his players and will always will just go to war for them. So really great coach. And doing a sensational job. Play me off, Johnny. And that's the mid-year All-Australian team for footy time. What did you think? Were there some good choices? Were there some bad choices? We'd really like to hear from you. So please share your feedback to footytimelive at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Footy Time Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave a review if you can. Every bit of feedback counts. And we'll see you again after the buy rounds. Have a good one.